0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Wednesday, May 11th, 2022. Stand up for your country. I hope you saw our town hall last night. If you are a premium or concierge member to BillO'Reilly.com, you can access it. We have it up for you now if you missed it. But it was very entertaining, I thought. Good feedback. Uh, We'll read a few letters later on. And a lot of good information in that town hall. Now, today... Uh, There's more bad news on inflation. You probably heard it's running about eight and a half percent. But when you add in food and and other things, uh, it's about 10 percent. And keep in mind that uh, Joe Biden is blaming it on uh, Putin and, uh, you know, all this other stuff, COVID. Uh, But when Bush, uh, when Bush, when Trump left office, it was one point four percent and the whole government was shut down for COVID. So uh, we went over that yesterday in great detail. I have the stats listed in the message of the day on BillOReilly.com should you want to see the stats again. And uh, there's nothing you can do about a president not telling you the truth. You just can't do anything about it. There's no mechanism, okay? And if the press doesn't hold the person accountable, which it certainly isn't on Joe Biden's case, then he can say what he wants, and he is. But what about the people who continue to support Joe Biden? That is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. So, as you know, the polls are grim. The Real Clear Politics website average of approval polls for Joe Biden: forty-two percent, forty-two percent approval, fifty-three disapprove. However, a brand new Rasmussen poll out. The rest are pretty good. Uh, We've used them uh, over the years, and they've been very close almost all the time. So they uh, surveyed 100, uh, 1,004 likely voters, Democrat 35, Republican 33, other 32. That's a fair survey, a fair sampling. Why can't all the others do that? All right, so the question is, do you think Joe Biden should run for a second term as president in 2024? Yes, 28 percent. No, 61 percent. It doesn't get in politics more lopsided than that. So most of the Biden voters, 80 million of them, have turned against their guy. However, the next question is uh, more instructive. If the next U.S. presidential election were held today, who would you most likely vote for? Biden, 36 percent. Trump, 50 percent. Again, this is a Rasmussen poll. Someone else, nine, whatever. Now, that's the highest number poll I've seen for Trump. So, again, uh, Biden has lost a lot of his support, but not all. So what are we to think of these people? There's two things in play here. We all know people who won't admit a mistake no matter what no matter what. And they are called narcissists, which is not going to admit a mistake, no matter what the evidence is, no matter what. Okay. The other people are the crazed ideologues who are just, I'm a Democrat, I'm going to vote Democrat, all Democrats are good, Joe Biden is good, because he's a Democrat. It's about, I I think, the 28% number in the rasmussen polls that's that's about where it is now the conservative side same thing same thing now should we be angry we the american people who want the best for our country with the people who will not give up the ghost on joe biden i'm not i'm not angry with them i mean i don't respect their point of view in the sense that it's not based on Anything but emotion and ideology, and I don't respect that. All of the people I know who voted for Biden, and there are hundreds of them, most voted against Trump, didn't elect like Trump, none of them now support Biden. They don't admit they made a mistake on the vote, they don't say anything, because I, of course, give them a little jazz, um, but not too much. I don't want to be annoying about it, but none of them. Because I'll, I'll say to them, hey, you know, how you, how's your stock portfolio doing? I told you. And they won't say anything. They don't defend. But some people do. So the bottom line is that we live in a country where you can have an opinion. And unless the opinion is destructive, it should be respective. However, the line is close to Joe Biden being destructive on a permanent basis to this country. Right And now, it's temporary. So stock market will go back up sometime. Inflation will come down. But Biden's so bad that he's really on the edge of really damaging this country in some areas permanently. And then it gets to be a different ballgame. And that's the memo. All right. So Biden's out in the Chicago area today. And again, he's, he's going to deliver remarks uh, about Putin's price hike. Does anyone believe this? If you believe this, Bill at BillOReilly.com, please. And if you don't want me to use your name, I won't. But just tell me, do you believe when we gave you all the stats about inflation, the rise of uh, gas prices before Putin invaded? Are you buying this? But they don't stop. They don't stop. You think that they would be shamed in misleading the American public so much, but they're not. All right, so that's where uh, Biden is, yeah, out in Chicagoland. Um, another poll I want to tell you about, and this is from Susquehanna Polling and Research. Now, they, are, uh, they work for the Federalist, which is a conservative organization. But Susquehanna Polling, pretty, pretty good, uh, like uh, Rasmussen. So they made a survey of 800 likely voters. Democrat, 41. Republican, 40. Independent, 14. Okay. First question, thinking ahead to the upcoming elections for your member of Congress, the election were held today. Would you vote Republican or Democrat? Republican 49, Democrat 39. I think that's about right. Um, I think the Republicans are surging in the midterms. Next question. Generally speaking, do you approve or disapprove of the job Joe Biden is doing? Approve 39. Disapprove 54. That's. Little lower than the average, but I think it's accurate. I, I think it might be at 36 35 approval now. So joining us now is James Lee, he's the president of Susquehanna Polling and Research, coming to us from Thompsontown, Pennsylvania. So there's so many polls, and some of them I think are just outright crooked. Do you know when you see a poll if the poll is skewed one way, if it is crooked?
1: Bill, usually there's something not right about the internals. Sometimes it's very hard to tell from looking at the methodology or the ratio of Rs to these in the poll, but one I wanted to cite for you, which seems to be an outlier. You mentioned the generic ballot in our poll is plus 10 Republican. The real clear politics average also shows a Republican sample In that question, in other words, the average of all the polling shows Republicans leading on the gen ballot by three to four points. But one firm, YouGov, has Democrats up by six on that question. Now, that almost flies in the face of everything we know about this political climate. How could you produce and release a survey unless they know something we don't?
0: No, but, but UGOV, let, let me challenge this. UGov is a left-leaning poll. They sample far more Democrats than Republicans. Every time I see you, and I don't use them very much, okay? Every time I see them, it's Democrats by 10, 8 over Republicans. So all I have to do is go to 12, and they'll get the result they want. So I don't trust gov. I, I believe it's in business to deliver... Uh, information to liberal groups, democratic groups. And that is my next question. So you guys are paid by the federalists. The federal is conservative. Do they want, what do they say to you? Do they want a certain outcome? Because you guys have to be paid for what you do in order to carry on.
1: Bill, I'd like to think they chose us because in 2020, we had all the battleground states within the statistical margin of error, regardless of whether we had Trump or Biden leading. And even in this very poll you reference, there's some encouraging signs for Biden in here because in the matchup with Trump, unlike some other firms, we have Biden leading because many Democrats in our polling will say, yeah, I disapprove of the job Biden's doing. He's doing a horrible job on gas prices, even worse on inflation, even worse on the border. But put him against Trump? I'm sorry. I got to go back to my guy. I will not vote for Trump. Okay, but
0: Rashmussen. Has it exactly opposite you, and Rasmussen skew is a little bit conservative, so they have it opposite you. But I'm not. I'm not casting aspersions on Susquehanna. I think you're a pretty good outfit. I wouldn't have you on. But did the, the Federalists give you any guidelines? That's what I'm asking.
1: Absolutely not. I think that's why they pay us. All right, we're good. Getting in this poll,
0: they don't say anything to you. They just they just uh, write you a check, James. You do your job. You, they put it out, and that's that's the way it should be. Now, Fox News is a conservative network. There's no question about that. But their polling is liberal. It's liberal. Every time a Fox News uh, poll comes out for the last three or four years, not when I was there. When I was there, it was pretty straight. But every time I've seen it over the past three or four years, it is skewed in favor of the Democrats. Have you noticed that?
1: Well, in 2020, their last poll in the battleground state of Florida showed Biden leading by a 52-44 margin when Trump carried Florida by three percentage points. That, to me, was an outlier and very, very emblematic of some of the left-leaning polling that we're seeing Fox News produce, which is why I think you partly had me on your show, because we had been trying to call attention to polling firms that are now giving our entire industry bill a black eye. And I know you care about our industry. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because, it's
0: because it skews public opinion. But it, in the Fox, it doesn't make any sense because their audience is conservative. I think the latest survey was more than 90% of Fox News viewers were conservative. When I was there, it was 60%. So now it's basically the choir. Why would they want? a poll that shows liberal leaning why would it doesn't make any sense
1: i don't disagree with you and i have the same question for democrat leaning polling firms like abc news and the washington post which in 2020 if you remember bill this should be something that stuck in your craw their last survey in the state of wisconsin had Biden leading by 17 points I eight days before the election. Now, there is no precedent whatsoever. But do you know what, Bill? They were given an A-plus rating by 538. This has to stop, Bill. I have taken this up as my cause celeb to try to showcase this
0: is kind this of This is another nonsense. example of the corporate media trying whatever it can try to elect Democrats and liberals and progressives. But 538 is not a nonpartisan group. You know that, James. They're a lean left say group, they too. Yeah, I know, I, I know that. But when you cite them as getting an A+, that's like uh, CNN giving MSNBC an A+. Hey, it's the same, <laughs> it's the same soup. Um, well,
1: unfortunately, they're the only firm out there doing grading, so we need to get somebody else in the business, I guess, because right now a lot of companies look at my rating. To decide you, if they want to use me
0: you read my mind there's no oversight at all on polling firms they can put their thumb on a scale they can skew they can do whatever they want there's nobody watching them is that correct
1: not that i'm aware of
0: and you're in the business you're a pollster so you would be aware if there were somebody monitoring what you did
1: right I'd like to think there was. We do have an association called the American Association of Public Opinion Research. But guess what? It's made up of a bunch of academics who are basically the same people running all the polling institutions. (laughs) Right.
0: You see, this is this is pretty big now because the polls do make a lot of Internet headlines. They're on every website, political website. You can skew it one way. Oh, so much is going to be a landslide victory. And that gets inside people's minds. They want to back a winner. And there are very few journalists scrutinizing these polls. We're the, I think, the only news agency, if you know another one, James, correct me, we're the only news agency that gives our viewers and listeners the methodology on how many Republicans were polled by it, how many Democrats. And, you know, there are some polling firms like NORC that won't give us the data. They won't even release the methodology. When we see that, we just throw them right out the window. Last word.
1: Last word is, you were mentioning Biden's approval rating. Do you know that with that negative 15 approval rating, in other words, he's underwater by 15 points in our poll. That makes him third worst since World War II going into a midterm. Truman was minus 19. George W. Bush was minus 19. Now is Biden at minus 15.
0: So, Truman, uh, his problem was uh, the Cold War developing very rapidly after he took over from FDR. Bush's problem was the Iraq War went south. Would that be fair in both uh, areas?
1: Yeah, I I think in the case of uh, Truman, there were also some strict price controls still in effect that were wartime related, that were crimping inflation as well. But uh, yeah, you're right.
0: Okay so now what makes this story so big is that biden doesn't have any of that outside intrusion at all people are disapproving of him because of what he is doing there's no war there's no you know it's like just his policies and in the midterms i have predicted james and we'll certainly have you back uh, in october Uh, to give us your feeling about it. But I predicted that uh, the Republicans are going to surge and take both houses. Do you see it that way right now?
1: I sure do. And, And when you really look at the amount of seats lost in 1946 with Truman underwater by 19 points, 53 seat loss. But the worst was Obama in 2010. Do you know that when he lost 63 seats that year, Bill, he was only underwater by four points on approval, Obama? Now, consider where Biden is today, underwater by 10, 12, 15, depending on the firm you're looking at. Obama Listen, lost the right. most seats of any president.
0: It's, 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 look, nobody guarantees anything. American people vote the way they want to vote. Um, but boy, this is the biggest opportunity in my lifetime I've seen for the Republican Party. Hey, James, we really appreciate your time. We know you're busy. Thanks for helping us out. And we'll see you again soon, I hope.
1: That sounds great. Thank you so much, okay. Bill. Okay.
0: Okay, let's go on to abortion. Uh, last night, there was a pro abortion demonstration outside Nancy Pelosi's house. Why would you do that? I don't know. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's about as pro abortion as yet. 20 people, not a big crowd, uh, showed up to uh, disparage the Supreme Court. And I guess they wanted to get on TV, so they go outside Nancy Pelosi's house in San Francisco. Wasn't violent. Uh, nothing really happened. Again, it was just 20 people. Jen Psaki uh, said something very interesting yesterday. Roll the tape. There have been countless women who have dealt with and navigated through threats made as they're seeking reproductive health care, which, by the way, has been legal for 50 years. And there has been no outcry about that. There has been outcry about uh, about protests that have been peaceful outside of judges' homes, which, again, uh, you know, have been peaceful and have not been violent. OK, so she's justifying uh, the violation of the federal law. Saki is right there. We say, oh, they're peaceful, so it's OK. They can go to the Supreme Court justice's house. It's not OK. It's against federal law. But Biden and Saki, because Saki is Biden's spokesperson. So doesn't say anything that Biden doesn't agree with. All right, she's given her marching orders. She marches on out and she spouts this stuff. It's not like she has uh, formulating opinions. So, the president of the United States is now basically saying, hey, ignore federal law, go ahead, it's, as long as you're peaceful, you stand in front of the Supreme Court Justice's house. This is the same thing that he's doing at the border. He's like, ignore federal law at the border that says you cannot allow undocumented people inside the United States to reside unless their cases are adjudicated, even if they are asylum seekers. That's the law. Biden says, I might obey the law. And this is what Saki's saying here. I'm not going not to say that those protesters don't do it, even though they're violating the law. I mean, this is incredible. It really is incredible. Now, you're going to say, well, what could happen? Nothing. He's elected. If he doesn't want to uphold the law, he, he doesn't, nobody's going to force him to. Now, if he disobeys the law himself... If he gets drunk and goes in a car and he gets caught, yeah, he's in trouble. But if he ignores the law, like sanctuary cities, nothing will happen. So people don't understand that. They think if you ignore the law and you're an elected official, something will happen to you. No. There's no mechanism in our system To hold people accountable who ignore the law, which is why you have all these crazy DAs all over the United States saying, I'm not prosecuting that crime. We know it's a crime. We arrested him. We have evidence against him. But I'm not going to prosecute it. Nothing can happen unless the people, as they have in San Francisco. Remember, that recall vote against uh, Bodine is coming up in June. And I think he's going to get booted. Okay, The people can do it. But the system cannot. Um, On Saturday, it's going to be nasty. So May 14th, Women's March Planned Parenthood is sponsoring all this. Around the country, it's going to be nasty. I hope there's no violence possible. Now, for you cities, there are 200 of them where these demonstrations are going to take place. You better have the police out there. You better have strict... Orders, or what they can and can't do, or this thing can get out of control fast. Now, the final thing on abortion is: I went to mass on Sunday as I usually do, and I was expecting the priest to say something about the pro-life movement. No, so I called a bunch of Catholic friends of mine around the country who attend mass, and I said, "Did your priest say anything about?" It? No, nobody did. So I'm going. This is the biggest story in America right now. This is a basic tenet of the Catholic Church. And none of the clerics say anything. So we did a search of the bishops and the cardinals and the archbishops. No. Everybody's praying for the unborn. That's good. They're all praying. Okay. They all are saying, you know, life is sacred. Okay. But none of them are getting involved with the politics of this. None of them on the Catholic side. So the importance of that is that the pro-life movement doesn't have any backup. So the pro-choice movement has an entire political party, the Democrats, entire entertainment industry, entire news industry, the president, the vice president, all promoting pro-choice. What does the pro-life side have? The one body where millions of people are the American Catholic Church, silent on the politics of it. Pope Francis, no? So if you know why, please write me an email, bill at bill com, bill at BillO'Reilly.com, because I don't know why. I mean, it's obvious that the bishops who are in charge of the individual diocese are telling their priests, don't say anything. That has to be happening. Now I know there are individual priests, and some of them are probably watching me and listening to me right now, that do. But You're in a minority. So the pro-life people are believers and they are appalled at the direction America is going. I said yesterday we should all be working together, every single one of us, American citizens, to make abortion, as Bill Clinton once said, rare to save as many unborn as we can. That's what we all should be doing, but that's not what's happening, obviously. But the pro-life believers, the individual Americans who are pro-life, you don't have a backup. There's no backup. So, to me, I I, I sitting there in, in Sunday mass going, nothing, on the biggest moral issue in the country that the Catholic Church is behind pro-life and you don't have anything to say about it. Did you know fast growing trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. That's what happened. Trump will be allowed back on Twitter. This is uh, big for him. He says he's not going back. He will. Um, So Elon Musk is going to take it over probably by the end of the year. So Trump will be reinstated. The founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey. This was an interesting soundbite. He said uh, that this was immoral to take Trump off. Um, Wrong to ban Trump. It was bad business. And it was morally wrong to do it. That's Dorsey. Now Dorsey's not in charge anymore. All right. So when Musk takes over, Trump will be back and if Trump wants to run for president, now he's got a communications device that reaches hundreds of millions of people. OK, new data from the CDC. I know a lot of you don't know, trust the Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta. I'm, I'm agnostic about them. I mean, I look at their data and I look at the studies they put out. I, I'm not I don't think it's corrupt, totally corrupt. but I thought on COVID it didn't do a good job. But anyway, this is about gun deaths, gun-related deaths. Okay, so U.S. farmer firearm homicide rate 2020 highest since 1994. So the studies are behind. Obviously, it takes some time to assemble all the data from all 50 states. So homicide rate 2020 highest since 1994. Between 2019 and 20, firearm homicide rate increased by 35 percent. 79% of all homicides in the USA involve firearms, and the largest increase in firearm homicides was among Black Americans, 39% increase. Now, why is this happening? The guns aren't making this. isn't about the guns, the hardware. It's about the people who acquire the guns, right? Of course. So it's happening because of the permissive district attorneys. And the legislatures, like here in New York, where they go, ah, you know, you have a gun. If you have a gun on you and the police in New York find you and charge you with a felony, you're out. You're not held on bail. (laughs) So what do you expect? The criminals know that even if the cops find them with guns, illegal guns on their person, nothing's going to happen to them. They'll get a very light sentence if it even comes in. So that's why the gangbangers have are armed to the teeth. They're at shooting each other because they want different neighborhoods to sell narcotics. So they have wars. So I'll say it again, and it's worth repeating. The Second Amendment is never going to be overturned. It's impossible to overturn it. And when the states start to intrude, the federal court's going to come in and knock the state laws out because it's clear. The founding fathers wanted the American people to have access to arms, guns, right to bear arms. Why? We went over this earlier this week because the founders feared that there would be a coup d'etat of the military or somebody would be a dictator that came in. They wanted the population to be armed to fight against that. The Second Amendment is not going anywhere. But the only solution to gun homicides is to make all gun crimes federal crimes. So you walk into a 7-Eleven with a gun. It's not local crime anymore. The local police arrest you, but the federal attorneys come in and charge you. So in addition to the robbery of the 7-Eleven, you're charged with a felony gun during the commission of a crime. Convicted, five years, mandatory. Judges have no discretion. Second offense, 10 years. You do that, you'll see gun crime collapse. So, guy's walking around Times Square in New York, okay? He's got something under his uh, sawed-off shotgun under his coat. Cop sees it, bulky, stops him, finds the gun. Not a New York State beef anymore. Federal. Five if convicted. Carrying a sawed-off shotgun, unlicensed, is a crime five years. Therefore, it's not worth it for these criminals to carry the guns anywhere because the cops can sweep them and kick them into the federal system. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the only way gun violence ceases or declines in this country. And they'll never do it. Not in my lifetime. In Mexico... Everybody has a gun because the Mexican government has no justice system. Two more journalists murdered in the state of Veracruz. Okay, two women. This brings a total number this year to 11 journalists murdered and 59 journalists in the last five years. So this is the drug cartels killing anyone who covers the narcotics industry in Mexico. What does that do? There's no press in Mexico. There's no news coverage in Mexico. The cartels don't like the news coverage. No matter what it is, they kill you. Now, will the Mexican government do anything about this? No. They're not going to arrest anybody because the local police in Mexico are all on the take. They all work for the cartels. And it's almost impossible to stop that because the cartels come in to the local sheriff or police chief and said, look, Here's $1,000, you leave all my guys alone and you let us do what we want, and if you don't take the money, we kill you and your family, your children. But what would you do? That's the state of Mexico criminal justice. That's why the cartels run the country. The only solution to the cartels is for Joe Biden or any president of the United States to designate them as terrorists, and we'll take care of them. The Hellfire missiles will take care of them. The Special Forces will take care of them. Obrador won't do it. Gotta ask yourself why. We could do that in conjunction with Obrador and wipe out the cartels. He won't. There you go. The former president of Honduras, Juan Orlando Hernandez, here in New York City right now. He's in prison. He was charged yesterday with weapons and drug charges. Apparently, uh, while he was running the Honduran government from 2014 to 22, he used it as a drug transshipment point. His brother was arrested for narcotics dealing. Honduras, to his credit, extradited old Juan Orlando to the USA. He will be convicted. He will go to prison for a long time. But this just tells you how those countries operate down there. Okay, uh, what else we got here? Rome, you go into Rome, Rome's a great city. But if you go to Rome now, you can't have a picnic outside. Can't have a picnic in Rome. It's outlawed. Why? Wild boars. I'm not kidding you. Wild boars, there's one running around Rome and carrying the African swine fever. Now, these are not farm animals, these are animals on the loose that will bite you. And there are swarms of them in Rome. And the government in Rome says, it's so bad you can't go outside and have a picnic. Look at this. (laughs) All right. I shouldn't be laughing, but it's funny. Um, Congress is going to hold uh, next week a uh, conference on UFOs. This is the House Intel Committee. This is Adam Schiff, our buddy. All right, so it's going to, the first open hearing on UFOs in 50 years, we'll cover it. We'll cover it. Okay, UFOs, Adam Schiff. Now, Adam Schiff, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but I wonder in this hearing on UFOs if we're going to be inclusive to have aliens from all the planets, and what about the LBGT uh, aliens? I mean, we got to get into that. Adam, this day in history, May 11th, it is World Ego Awareness Day. So why does O'Reilly bring that up? It's true. It's true. This was established in 2018, four years ago, to help people who have egotistic behavior, to make them more humble and more positive. Now the problem with ego awareness day is that sometimes self confidence is considered egoism, and sometimes people who are bold and flamboyant are considered egoists. So judgment, not so much judgments, right? But uh, it is egoism is defined by the psychiatric community as a mental health disorder. Okay ego awareness day I'm aware of my ego we'll be back with the mail and a final thought about some reviews of killing the killers in a moment everything is expensive these days you know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever if the government continues its printing and spending the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve
1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Okay, let's go to the mail. Joe Fassanel, Laguna Hills, California. Nice town. What's going on? Why would the fed step up and stop the demonstrations at the Supreme Court residences? Uh, because Merrick Garland, the attorney general, doesn't want to. That's why. Jennifer Howe, uh, Winnebago, Illinois, my family is adamant that Biden has nothing to do with inflation. Could you please highlight the key reasons why he is responsible? It's on BillO'Reilly.com. message of the day. Just print it. But really, Jennifer, your family doesn't want to know. They don't want to know. No matter what you tell them, it's Biden's not responsible. It's the way it is. That's the way they are. Twin Wen. Uh, that's a Vietnamese name. Liberty Township, Ohio, Bill, months ago, when the war started in Ukraine, the U.S. put sanctions in place to try to hurt Putin economically. We're going on three months and the sanctions do anything. Well, just today in the Wall Street Journal is an article about a very high end mall across the street from the Kremlin that closed. Number one, nobody has any money in Russia. And number two, there are any goods to sell. Well, yeah, sanctions are hurting them. How much? You will never know. There's no reporting out of Russia. Lawrence Chamora, Winter Springs, Florida, I am a lifetime premium member. I'm almost 70 years old and I have never witnessed the chaos we're experiencing today. In your estimation, O'Reilly, do you think the ongoing shenanigans will lead to physical violence between patriots and progressives? No, not yet. We're not there yet. Because patriots know physical violence is wrong. And the people who went into January 6th and did that in the Capitol... Most traditional conservative Americans scorn that. The progressives will get violent, and I'm worried about Saturday with the women's marches. But we're not there yet, and I hope we never get there. Tanya, concierge remember, Tanya gets direct access to me. We hope you check that program out on BillO'Reilly.com. It's worth your while. Bill, are you saying that Biden is through if he pardons Hunter? Before you said multiple times that nothing will happen to Biden because. If impeached, he wasn't going to get convicted. He's through in the court of public opinion Tanya. If he would pardon Hunter Biden, he's done. Public opinion means a lot. Rebecca Burdow, Vancouver, Washington, right outside of Portland, Oregon. Really enjoyed the town hall. Appreciate you taking the time. My concierge subscription just paid for itself. Thank you, Rebecca. We're giving concierge and premium members every perk we can give you guys. Bennett Geister, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you do an outstanding job engaging your premium and concierge members in tonight's town hall was one of the many ways that is demonstrated. I appreciate that, Bennett. Uh, again, if you are a concierge or premium member and you missed the town hall, just go to the website, we'll click a button, and you will see it. John, it seems to me that Dan in the Villages, who wrote me a letter, had a pretty reasonable question. I wouldn't put anything past this administration. Once you see them corrupt in so many areas, it makes almost anything believable. John, you've got to really get a grip. OK, Dan was putting forth that the cartels in Mexico may be bribing the Democratic Party. That is not happening. Cartels bribe local officials, but not the Democratic leadership. Lloyd, <laughs> Killing the Killer is a very good book. It's amazing how our troops can surveil targets from thousands of miles away using a video game style joystick. The technology is amazing. Okay, so uh, if you go to our uh, website, we have everything for Dad on Father's Day. And the word of the day is fractious. Do not be fractious when writing to us. F-R-A-C-T-I-O-U-S. Fractious. Right back with a final thought.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: 18 plus.
0: So Killing the Killers, as I mentioned, first five days out sold more than 100,000 copies. Thank you all. And on Amazon.com, we sell a lot of books there. They have reviews. Okay. And I picked out three of the reviews because these are people that are not associated with BillO'Reilly.com or me or anything. They're just Amazon customers. So uh, Warren Lewis writes, I bought this book because I have yet to be disappointed by any Bill O'Reilly book, but really I thought he, his was going to, to be a subject that I had literally no interest in, but I found this book hard to put down. It was like the novel that you hate to close and it is told in a way that draws you in, not like a newspaper that is often cold and boring. Open-minded people who have been following the killing series should enjoy this book. That's a good review. Thank you, Warren. Next one, all of Bill's Killing Book series are great and enjoyable to read. The information knowledge is second to none. Another amazing story told by the author. That's Ryan. And finally, John Delf quote, this book takes me to another world, another dimension. I'm in my 70s. I should have known. We all should have known and could have demanded swift, brutal justice. Today, we do know and demand swift and brutal military actions and justice from our United States and NATO for the people of Ukraine and Africa. Send all the terrorists to God and let him sort them out. And that's what happens in Killing the Killers. The terrorists get it. They get vaporized. We show you how that happens and how it's happening every single day, including today. And nobody knows about it. And that's the primary reason to read Killing the Killers. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News tonight. We will see you tomorrow.